Welcome to Maximum Desire. Why do I do this podcast? To be the champion for healthy, strong, and loving relationships. I mean that with passion. And I say that because I want to share some really disturbing information this past week that I just can't shake. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jeannie, the host of Maximum Desire. Have you lost your desire for intimacy and connection? It wasn't that long ago I lost my confidence and desire for intimacy and connection. After high medical bills and no answers, I went on a journey to find solutions. I've been married over 30 years and overcame my challenges through research and a lot of hard work. I created this podcast to help you ignite the desire and passion for intimacy, feel more confident in and out of the bedroom. Now, if this is you, you've come to the right place. Now let's get started. Thank you for joining me tonight. I try really hard to be positive. I say that because I had a situation happen this week that I just wasn't able to shake and I want to share it with you because I wasn't able to grip it and rip this episode. Don't know how this episode's going to turn out tonight. It was a situation that was really disturbing to me and I couldn't shake it. What happened was I sat down when my husband was gone. He was out and I watch shows that I know he doesn't want to watch with me. Picked this documentary that I thought would be pretty good. It was called The Orgasm, and I thought, well, you know, this might be something pretty interesting. And as I started watching this documentary, it started out with this book, and I don't want to give any information because I don't want to glorify this woman or this organization or this show. She was an author, or she's an author of a book I have. So when it first started, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And as the show progressed, this show was so disturbing, is because the more this woman grew in her business and was all around sex and orgasm, she created a community. It was actually a sex cult. I don't want to go into the graphics of it because it's pretty graphic, but it was so disturbing. Why I continue to watch it, I don't know. I I was hoping maybe it would get better. This woman is under investigation. The FBI is investigating her has been for a couple of years. She's still practicing what she does. Moved out of the country and then she moved back to the United States. Why it was so disturbing is because people followed her blindly. They got mesmerized and caught up into this sexual community and this cult. Wanted to bring this to your attention tonight because it is so important to know who you follow. And when I started out this episode, I said Maximum Desire is about being the champion for healthy, strong, and loving relationships. And when you are involved in a group or mastermind group and you feel that something's not right, listen to your gut. It's so important. I want to give you another example. I shared, gosh, about six to eight months ago that I went to a conference, but I didn't physically go to the conference. It was actually in California. So I signed up for the conference. I attended it virtually. It was two days. The first day of the conference didn't seem too bad. You know, it was going over some information, um, just basic information about you know, sex and orgasm and, you know, just just the basic stuff I talk about on this show. As it progressed throughout the day, later on during the day, I could tell that the two leaders were very arrogant and showed some very narcissistic behavior. I thought to myself, well, let's just see how this progresses. And then as the day progressed, I started having these gut feelings that weren't positive. It was this feeling of complete chaos. I thought, okay, something's up, something's not right. So in the afternoon of the first day, they broke us up 
into virtual groups. So we left the conference and then they put us in these small groups that we met virtually. And there must have been like every time we broke into small groups, there were probably about four or five of us in this group. Well, the first time we broke up in groups, what happened was I was a little leery about the questions we were having to ask each other. It was a bit too intimate to be asking complete strangers. And I can't remember what the question was, but as we were going around and giving our answer, I could feel myself being very distant and having the walls up because something didn't feel right. Two of the women were giving answers that were addressing like different gods. And I thought, I'm not sure if I'm hearing them correctly. And then two other women went and they really opened up and said, we're really having a hard time with this conference. I'm Catholic. I have a really hard time based on what they're talking about. And there doesn't seem to be faith-based in this conference. And then another woman came on and she said pretty much the same thing. I'm Presbyterian and I'm not following. This is very confusing. And I find that these women are talking about different gods. This is foreign to me. And as I was listening to these women, they were fearful. They were afraid of being shamed, actually, because we were working now into kind of a shaming environment. And I thought, okay, I this is really bizarre. As I listened to those two women that had faith, I then came forward and I explained to them my faith. And I said, I'm a little confused as well. I said, because this is chaos and you don't have chaos in healthy relationships, not this kind of sexual chaos in a healthy, strong, loving relationship. And they agreed. They go, yeah, this is really confusing. They said, could you help us? And I said, sure. So I said, let's try to you know, be in the same group throughout the, the weekend. I hung in there because I thought I could maybe eventually be with these, these two young women. And I said, remember when you're in a healthy, strong, and loving relationship, there isn't the chaos and the confusion and bringing in different gods and spirits. Be very careful of that and be very cautious of that. And they said, again, could you be our leader? <laughs> I said, well, I don't, know. I don't think it works that way. I think I can only participate because I'm just participating, but let's see if we can stay in the same group. Long story short, we weren't able to do that. I hung in there because I was hoping I would be able to connect with these two women again. Didn't happen the rest of the weekend, but that's the reason I hung in there because you know what? It got crazier. So later on in the afternoon on the last day, they scanned back to the main event. So physically, all these women were in this room and those of us that were virtual, we were watching and they started doing something. The most bizarre thing I've ever seen is an orgasm dance. If you start having an orgasm, you can start feeling it and reacting. And But it got crazier and crazier to the point where it was complete chaos. It reminded me of something that was very demonic and something that would move people into darkness, like a sexual cult or a sex cult. All I can say was it was the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. And after going through that conference and then seeing the documentary this last week, it really bothered me. And I wanted to do this episode to share with you, those of you that have been listening to me from day one, is I believe firmly on having a foundation of faith. I believe in God and I also believe in Jesus. And those of you that don't, it's okay. 
it's fine. You can still listen to me or you can turn me off. That is my foundation and what I believe in because I believe in healthy, strong, loving relationships. I don't believe in chaos. I don't believe in bringing people into a sex cult. That is absolutely horrible. And I can't stress that enough. It's really important what I want to share with you tonight is please be careful who you follow and who you listen to because truth doesn't change. Our culture changes, but truth does not change. Also, I wanted to point out that in a loving, strong, healthy relationship, there isn't the chaos and confusion and trauma. And I'm sure women really have some emotional trauma after going through that workshop or that seminar. So like I mentioned before, truth doesn't change. And what I wanted to point out tonight is that the culture shifts. One minute, it's okay to do something. The next minute, it's not. Or it might not be okay. And then years later, oh, now it's okay. The culture is continually shifting, but the truth stays the same. I wanted to leave you tonight by telling you and sharing with you there are numerous benefits of having a strong, healthy, loving relationship. And I'm going to go over those because I want to leave you on a positive note. I want to go over seven benefits of a strong, healthy, loving marriage or relationship. Number one, emotional support. A strong relationship provides emotional support, which can help individuals or help you deal with stress, anxiety, and other challenges. It doesn't create stress and chaos like these women were at that conference. Number two, physical health. Researchers, and I talk about this a lot, indicate that long-term relationships and married couples tend to be healthier than singles, in part because they're engaged in healthy behaviors. That's what I'm trying to point out is healthy behaviors, not doing all this witchcraft, hocus-pocus, lotions and potions and all that shit. And I mean that is shit. I'm sorry to have to be so bold and passionate about it, but I am passionate about this. And thank God that I did not get on this microphone after I watched that documentary or go into that conference because I was heated up. Okay, I need to calm myself down. Okay, number three, they have a longer lifespan. People that are married tend to live longer than those who are, who are not married or single. And based on the research, it indicates that marriages can add as much as seven, or a marriage can add up to seven years to a person's life. Number four, better mental health. Those that are in a relationship, a strong relationship or a marriage, are less likely to suffer from conditions of depression. Number five, there's financial benefits. So married couples generally enjoy better financial stability and security, benefiting from shared expenses and often having access to two incomes. Number six, improved communication skills. So successful marriages rely on good communication skills, which can translate to better communication in other areas of their life. Number seven, continual support and encouragement. So couples that are in long-term relationship are married and they have a strong partner at their side. Individuals are more likely to reach their goals and fulfill their potential, both professionally and personally. So there's so many wonderful benefits when you see somebody creating chaos and confusion, run as far as you possibly can from somebody who is teaching that. 
it is really dark. I just want to remind you that Maximum Desire is about being the champion for healthy, strong, and loving relationships. So I want to leave you with that tonight. And I didn't want to be a a downer tonight, but I do want to encourage you to be so careful who you follow. It's really important that you know If you've been listening to me a long time, I am a Christian. I make tons of mistakes. I have failed many, many times in my life. I truly believe in the faith of God because that's what's kept me alive and kept me going and kept my marriage healthy and strong for 35 years. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. It's that faith and trust in God that makes our relationship so beautiful, healthy, strong, and loving. And do me a favor, if you've liked any of these episodes, please like and review. That way more amazing people like yourself can find this podcast a lot quicker. Will you have a great night, be sexy, have fun, and I'll meet you right back here tomorrow night. Bye now.